You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to season three and episode number 145 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day is Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. And it looks like, as you can tell by the sun coming through the curtain on my face, that it is a lovely, lovely day here at the Beaver Lodge. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A. And with me, as always, is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly, looking quite sunshiny. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a Tuesday morning nibble for you, and uh, of course, it is Amanda Marshall Day. <laughs> so in a few hours, I'm going to be on a bus to get to the nation's capital, so uh, we can have a very, very, very enjoyable evening, I am sure. Um... But before we do anything else, let's take a moment and say hello to our dear friend, Mr. Grizzly, and ask him how his mental health is doing today, sir. Well, good morning, Mr. Beaver. Uh, I think the mental health is pretty good. A little tired. Um, had, a, had a toss and turn evening. I was up later than I intended to be, and, uh, you know, it, I haven't had much sleep in the last few days. It was really difficult to get out of bed this morning. <laughs> now, of course... <clears throat> The impish part of me wants to know if the tossing and turning happened before or after bed. But I will not a ask. A gentleman never tells. I just want to know. 
<laughs> I don't want to, I won't ask. I just want to know. <laughs> Gentleman never tells. <clears throat> Which is um, a clue, a tip that a lot of people should be taking these days. It's like, I understand that you want to know, but it's not your place to ask. Exactly. Like, for example, showing up at a track meet and asking to see a nine-year-old girl's papers because she's wearing a pixie haircut. Yeah. Or showing up um, at uh, the place where there were some residential schools in the Kamloops area with shovels because you feel you have a right to dig because you don't believe that there are unmarked graves yet because the body hasn't been pulled out yet. Of course, this is a process and it takes time, right? But it hasn't happened on demand and on your schedule. So you feel it's your place to show up with shovels. And these same people will, will deny that white privilege is a thing. Fucking cool. I have a right to know. Fucking ghouls. You have a right to ask the question. You don't have a right to take it upon yourself to find out. I just, I just. In what country do you get to show up on somebody else's land with somebody else's land, somebody else's grave sites with a shovel and say, I'm not sure, I'm not convinced that person's really there. Let me dig. And you say nothing about it. Yeah. <sighs> Who raised you? <laughs> Seriously. Who raised you people? Uh, not enough people mind their own damn business and then when it's stuff that has nothing to do with their business they're all up in your grill know your place people know your place <sighs> all right um we're gonna say good morning to some kits uh good morning kit p in c bio good morning kit of the daily beaver or savage wiener depending on the day good morning kit polar nights that's a new one for us and uh thank you for the compliment i love the name don't we all need a morning beaver yes yes we do <laughs> good morning kit jen good morning kit elaine um who else do we have with us today kit linda m indeed good morning to you good morning kit kendra it's lovely to see you Good morning, Kit Dan T. Hello, my friend. Nice to see you too. Um, all right. Well, uh, yesterday was by election day, and um, election everything went according day. to. <laughs> like, I mean, well, come on. there was some election interference. Actually, there was yes. some. We'll get to that. Um, but uh, everything went according to script. So in uh, Winnipeg Center, uh, Ben Carr, the son of Jim Carr, uh, won his bid. And uh, he said that whatever awaits me in my time as a member of parliament, I promise to continue abiding by the values that he instilled in me. Um, he won with over 50% of the vote in the, that by-election. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, all the candidates, uh, no, not all the candidates did, sorry. I guess, but in three or four of them that they did. Uh, then in um, uh, Portage Lisgar, uh, of course, uh, Brandon Leslie from the Conservatives did win. And of course, he did that. Um, he's the guy that's, uh, you know, basically outright said that he is going to make uh, anti-choice his thing. Um, so there's, there's video on it if you want to look at it. Um, but, uh, he said, uh, he, uh, gave a, one of those American God bless you and God bless Canada things. It's wrong country. Just, just the wrong country. Yeah. We, um, we yeah, doing it. So too, right. So they're trying to Americanize our politics a bit more. Uh, but, uh, that was the writing in which, um, Maxim was writing. He did not win. Uh, he did get about 17% of the vote though. 
Um, he said, we are not fading away. We are, in fact, stronger than ever. Well, technically, no, because last time your candidate got 20, and this is a by-election unless people show up, and you got 17. So you're not really stronger than ever. But you're also not, not, not a nobody. Because a lot of people were expecting now that COVID wasn't the thing, that this could drop like from 20% back down to 5 or 7 or whatever they sit usually in the polls. But that is not the case. That is not the case. Ooh, Polar Nights, good afternoon from Norway. Wow. Thanks for tuning in. Gee, thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Um, all right, what else? Oh, let's see. I love Canada. You air the best crime show I've ever seen where we get to see real-life crime lords at work. Mm, which show is that? Please tell us, Polar Dicks. Yeah, that might um, be, the, uh, that might be uh, a question period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Question period. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we like you. Yeah, you. You can come sit next to me. You can stay. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. So he's not a spent force. That's for sure. I'm not quite exactly sure you can say that they're stronger than ever. But there, he clearly has a solid base established there. No problem. Uh, if you can get 17 in a by-election and 20 in a federal election, there's probably no reason his next candidate probably won't get a solid 15 there again. I know, but, but I'm it's, disturbed. It's still not enough. I'm disturbed by them, though, because this is their platform. Family's first plan. Yeah. This is their platform. Yep, stop the evil gender ideology. Ooh. Their children are being indoctrinated in schools by the media deviates and perverts. So, oh, so the schools in, uh, oh, so in the schools and by the media, TV, and Sinpervers, really? Yeah. Okay, yes. Um, uh, they love that word indoctrinated. I don't know what it is, but uh, protect the unborn, reject climate hysteria, common sense gun laws, and stop the woke cult. So let's have more guns. Let's do nothing to fix the climate, uh, but we'll protect the unborn. It's, the, it's just a, a tremendous a lack of consistency throughout the <laughs> items on your platform there, buddy. It's, it's, it's the platform of idiocy. We're living in idiocracy. Yeah. Because come on, the contradictory. Yeah. That, that's, that's just dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. Um, so yeah. Well, here's, here's the one that kills me though. It says, uh, protect the unborn. Canada's the only Western country without any law in the books concerning abortion or the rights of the unborn. It's because you don't have any rights until you're born because right. you're not a human being. You cannot live outside of the womb and it's a medical procedure like, Oh, I don't know. Having your gallbladder removed or having a, a breast lift or augmentation or it's a medical procedure. That's why there's no laws around it, nor should there ever be. And the minute you put a law around it is the minute you can start restricting the shit out of it. Like they have in the United States of America. And they are trying to do that here. These are evil people who want to take your rights away. Yep. I can't that's, say that's it enough. exactly it. Yep. So, uh, just days after Skippy voted, for the let's give fetuses some rights bill because that's what it was masquerading as let's protect pregnant women mm -hmm. because they're not already protected under the law apparently 
Um, and it's not like it's already not an aggravating factor to assault a woman because she's pregnant on the basis of the fact that she's a woman and on basis of the fact of health status. We it's already have that in the law. So, it's a bad and this, and this, uh, this guy as well is a big fan of uh, conversion therapy. So Garnet Genuous is going to get a colleague. But of course, Pierre assures us that he uh, he's celebrating at some point this month when he finally gets his scheduled career and will inform us and finally get around to what it is that he's doing. Uh, there's only 10 days left in the month, buddy, so you better get on that. Um, uh, that he's going to celebrate the fact that uh, gay people have the chance to live in freedom. But he just got a candidate on his bench coming in that wants to uh, subject us to conversion therapy. And he's got already at least one other, and he's done nothing to uh, eliminate them from his caucus, though. And he just voted for an anti-choice bill. But he'll tell you he's pro-choice, and he'll tell you that he'll he celebrates gay people. Speaking I'll tell you that right to your face. He'll tell you that right to his face. Ah, Kid Pete, lovely to see you, my friend. How are things down under? Sorry, gang, but the Aussies are starting to take your sunshine back slowly from tomorrow, just so you know. Yeah, tomorrow's <laughs> the longest day of the year. <laughs> uh, so, and then in, uh, let's see, which other, which other one? NDG Westmount, uh, the Liberals, Anna Ganey won that one quite handily. That was not a problem. She got over 50%. In that writing, the interesting thing was that uh, Jonathan Pedno, who's of uh, the Greens, uh, basically their co-leader, because the Greens went to a co-leader model with a, a female and a male spokesperson. Um, well, he it was a tight race for second in, the, in that writing. And uh, he ended up fourth. But it was like, the Liberal got 50.8%. The New Democratic Party candidate got 13.8%. The Conservative got 135 And the Green Party got 133 Now, 133 is good for the Greens, usually that because, you know, they get pull around four or five. So it's punching above the weight. But the co-leader of the party didn't even finish second. Close, but didn't finish second. Fewer than 100 votes, but still. And this is during a by-election. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then in the last one, which was Oxford, and that was the one where conservatives just couldn't let things happen the way they should happen. In Oxford, their candidate, Arpan Khanna, did win with 43%, uh, with the liberal David Hilderly finishing with 36.2%. So it was a much closer race than people expected. So the guy from Main Street was probably closer, uh, saying that, it, I mean, he thought it was neck and neck. It technically wasn't, but it wasn't a blowout either. And it was the only um, of the four by-elections where the winner did not get 50%. Uh, but the problem with that one is that the outgoing conservative candidate who was leaving his position endorsed the liberal candidate in this race because in the nomination race for the candidacy, the party parachuted in Arpan Khanna. Well, at least that's the allegation from Brampton because the party really liked him for some specific reason. Uh -huh. Even though the outgoing 
candidate's daughter was in the running for the nomination. Another person that had been involved with the party also was involved in the nomination race. Uh, let's see what what is um, a former ministerial staffer, Rick Roth, and then Garrett Van Dorland, who was an executive assistant to Cypress Hill Grasslands MP Jeremy Patzer, was also running for the nomination until he was disqualified by the conservatives over a dispute about whether he disclosed information to the party. So they first eliminated one of their executive assistants to an MP, then they eliminated a staffer, and then they eliminated the actual outgoing outgoing candidate's daughter in order to parachute this guy in. Wow. Of course, the party denies that, and he himself denies that he's a parachute candidate. But, um, well, the guy that was your MP for X number of years decided that he no longer wanted to support your party because of what you did. Drama. Drama. Once again, showing that the conservatives just can't run a clean internal process. Whether it's a party domination, whether it's showing up for debates, whether it's a provincial leadership race or a federal leadership race, they just cannot seem to organize anything that's clean. The C in CPC might stand for corruption. Corruption Party of Canada. I would believe that would be an accurate statement because they are simply that, corrupt. (sighs) Corrupt and inept at the same time. So running for the Liberals was a former uh, mayoral candidate for Woodstock, David Hilderley, and, uh, well, said previous MP Dave McKenzie endorsed Hilderley in April. So this has been going on for a while because... I mean, <laughs> the by-election just happened in June. So this former CPC MP had been campaigning for well over, about, let's say, maybe a month and a half. Yeah. So they really pissed him off. Oh, yeah. But once again, like we say with the conservatives, like the mafia, but no loyalty. <laughs> hey, they screwed over a former MP. Like, as he was going out the door... <laughs> They don't care. Disqualified a parliamentary assistant and then parachuted a guy to make sure that one of their staffers didn't win either. The love only goes so far, doesn't it? Apparently. Huh? Nice people. Again, Canada. How many times do we have to tell you? Don't vote for assholes. Stop electing stupid people. If they treat their own kind this way, if this is the special treatment they reserve for their own kind, what have they got in store for you? Well, maybe if people will free, someday learn. Maybe. If you self-identify as a free thinker, maybe freely think about that for a while. I'm just saying just putting out topics of conversation and introspection. These are not good people. These are not your friends. I'm just asking questions. Gonna pull a Jamie Lee Curtis. Make good choices. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, that's enough for the by-elections. Because we got much more crap, uh, apparently, Mr. Grizzly, uh, and you mentioned it in the show notes for today. Um, there was a little campaign going on yesterday, you know, on the day of the by-election to try and, you know, just froth up some get out the vote from the conservatives. You know, well, I guess they were worried. It, it, you know, they're, they're, they keep talking about uh, Beijing election interference. They never say China. Curious that they never mentioned the word China. It's always Beijing. But what they fail to mention is Canadian election interference by putting out, tweeting a false story. And it was in the National Post. And the RCMP had to come out and say, it ain't true. Simply isn't true. And I'm going to read a quote here from uh, um, James Christian Parsons <clears throat> at dread underscore Tory. It's hard not to conclude that conservatism, once a dignified political orientation with articulate exponents, is simply a burlesque pageant of human failure populated exclusively by the emotionally broken, socially maladaptive, and intellectually pauperized. He's right. There's no such thing as a conservative party. It's a reform party made up with angry, ill-informed people who spread false rumors and just broke the law by doing so. This is from the uh, Elections Canada Act. No person or entity shall, with intention of affecting the results of an election, make or publish during the election period a, a false statement that a candidate, a prospective candidate, the leader of a political party, or a public figure associated with a politi political party has committed an offence under an Act of Parliament or a regulation made under such an Act or under an Act of the Legislature of a province or a regulation made under such an Act or has been charged with or is under investigation for such an offence. <clears throat> They, somebody getting sued, somebody's getting charged, and you can damn well bet that somebody will be going to jail over this because they, they spread a completely bullshit story on the day of an election. It's, they're going for full Americanization of our political system here. And it's yep. troubling. It's troubling. It's, it's upsetting. Uh, uh, Evan Scrimshaw has an article about it. <clears throat> you should read it. It's on his uh, his Substack. By elections, the CPC and the damage done. Okay, it's it's a good article. Um, I'll send you. I'll send it to you here. Okay, just because uh, I, I get I I get uh, I get it in an email. All right. All right. Um, so yeah that happened and um now you've got um, son lori uh doing stuff like this because you know everything's about spin and i i think he knows he's in trouble because now it's what is going on at the rcmp RCMP now says it's not investigating allegations of political interference and federal handing of criminal charges against SNC-Lavalin after its recent response to a public interest group's FOI request suggesting it was. He's shaking in his boots. He knows he's, he, he could lose his job and get charged for this. There are RCMP. a lot of people who are going to RCMP find themselves now. on the unemployment line. 
says. They never said they were investigating anybody to begin with. It was all conjecture. They never said anything about investigation of anyone. They apparently say that they've got a freedom of freedom of uh, information request that says we can't tell more because this matter is currently under investigation. They posted a couple of things, but uh, I'm not sure that they posted an official response from DRC like on letterhead or whatnot that says that that's the case. And of course, it seems that Kean was the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah origin of that one. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, Nazi Caillou. I'm a journalist. No, you're not. You're a snot-nosed, hate-filled punk who needs your comeuppance, and it's coming for him eventually. Yep. Wow. And he was like, listen, and you know, he's still going after it because that was 11 hours ago, but six hours ago. You should read the Ethics Commissioner's report on Trudeau violating the Conflict of Interest Act and the SNC Live Life Scandal. Seriously, then read the one Trudeau violating and the... Seriously. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to be a little shit disturber. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to um, take that tweet that he sent five hours earlier and just post it right under and said, still trying to make fetch happen, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> five hours later, still trying to make fetch happen, are we? Five hours later. <laughs> there you go. A ah, little live subtweeting. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yep, they tried to uh, raise this big stink that the SNC investigation was still going on, still while not saying anything about their dear friend Danielle. Because conservative friends don't tell on friends. Right. Mm. Right. I mean, and of course, you know, they're asking, they're practically begging for politicians to interfere in the political system on the Bernardo thing. And they were, I believe when we had Meng Wanzhou here, uh, they were desperately saying that we shouldn't have enforced the law. We should have just betrayed our relationship with the United States and our extradition treaty agreement with them to just let her go past the border so we didn't have to deal with her. It would have been their problem and not ours. So So let's look the other way. Let's look the other way. Yes. That's like, yeah, yeah, sure. We're friends. Oh yeah. We're supposed to do this for you. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. We missed that. Oh, darn. Well, I guess, well, I guess you guys have got it right. Right. And then you had the John Manleys of the world and whatnot saying, you know, I was like, oh, well, yeah, just let her go. We don't need all these problems. So yeah let her go and let China win and let China realize that all they need to do is just kidnap one or two Canadian nationals and, you know, the government of the day, whatever it is, stripe it is, will just bend and they'll get the support of the opposition in doing that. Mm-hmm. But, but they're the patriots. Yeah, they're, they're the patriots. Mm-hmm. This is the patriot. <clears throat> Head patriot. I, Pierre Poliver, will fire all gatekeepers except for the ones on your uterus. Instead, I will promote them and give them more control over your uterine decisions. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to throw that in there because it just, it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They, so, they, they're not patriots at all. But not I mean, at all. how could you be this upset all these years later about SNC and have not a word to say about Pulaski and be championing intervention in the system with Bernardo and having held the position at one point that we should have just rolled over him in China's bitch. Show the China's they, belly. Again, again, flip-flops. They flip-flop so much, so damn often. My head is spinning. I can't keep up. I, I can't keep up with it. Remember, send your used, chewed, dirty, ratty old flip-flops to Pierre Polliver's office because... Somebody got to let him know. We're tired of this shit. The media uh-huh. sure, certainly won't hold him to account. Every time they try to, he runs away. So they stop, they stop bothering to do it. Or they'll ask him a question and they go, you're not answering the question. I'm not answering it the way you want me to. I'm going to answer it the way I want to. No, that, that's not answering the question by making shit up. Did you do this? Well, what I did was this. That's No, it, it's a yes or no question. And he's, he's the yes or no question guy, right? Yes or no, how much? Yes or no. Yes or no. But you ask him a yes or answer, no question. Please. Yes or no. He'll spin, obfuscate, and not answer a damn thing. He should have been a, a radio, a college radio DJ because he can speak for 20 minutes and never say anything. Like. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? <laughs> uh, these people, these people. Uh, MC Bio's got it nailed. Yep. Whatever the liberal position is, the conservatives take the opposite, regardless of how it affects Canada. It does. You're absolutely right. It's just because you're the official opposition doesn't mean you need to be in opposition a hundred percent of the time. Case in point: Brian Mulroney came out and defended the prime minister. Very recently, saying history will not remember all this obvious bullshit. They will remember the good he did as prime minister. They will remember the legislation that was brought forth to help people out of poverty. They will remember the the Child Care Act, the Dental and Pharmacare Act that are coming. Those things will be remembered, but this bullshit that, that this conservative and then it's not even conservative, this reform religious zealot Pierre Polliver spins daily, holding Justin Trudeau responsible for global inflation and mad at him for not doing his job, but a job that he isn't actually required to do when it comes to the transfer of prisoners, which is controlled by Corrections Canada. The prime minister doesn't have a hand in it, but he should. So he should be a gatekeeper, but I'm going to remove the gatekeeper. It's like if this... It, ah. My head spins at this shit. I just, I just don't, I just don't know what to say. Some days, I just want to scream. Mm-hmm. I want to scream. What it boils down to. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, oh, man, these people—they are exhausting. And then, and then, there was another thing that they tried yesterday. Um, they tried to spin uh, the fact that uh, the Liberals voted for FIPA. Yeah, I saw that. That was the other thing yesterday. Um, so yours truly, of course, thought, well, that 
can't be right. That can't be right at all because the last thing I remembered is that they didn't even want to tell us anything about FIPA whatsoever. And I believe that they had held, like some guy had come in and they said, like, you've got like one hour to ask the questions, all 330 something of you at that time, or 308 of you at that time, have about like an hour to ask me whatever you questions you have about FIPA. And uh, that this is going to be happening like behind closed doors in camera. And uh, we're going to tell you as little as we possibly can, because we're only given 300 of you one hour to ask mm-hmm. all your questions. Uh, and of course, there's going to be a welcome and then there's going to be a goodbye. So that's going to take up about 10 minutes of that, you know, that hour. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Do you know anything about civics? Indeed. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, well, how did they even vote on that because I don't actually remember it being tabled as a bill. No. So of course, given the person that I am, I went back and looked for this and um, well, it turns out they had referenced an NDP presser where the NDP of the day claimed that the liberals did vote along with it. So then I clicked on this little press release, and here it is. I'll put it up for you here, Mr. Grizzly, so the kids can see. So it was on September 15, 2014. Reminder to liberals, remember that vote on the China-Canada Foreign Investment Protection Agreement that you voted for, right? So Mm -hmm. son Lori puts this in. Oh, hi, Dean. Of course, he's trolling Dean. Yes. Yes. Of course. When the issue of FIPA was put to vote in the House of Commons, all the Liberals present, including Justin Trudeau, voted in favor of the agreement and with Stephen Harper, reminder of the Liberals. So you click on that. Like this. And in that, it says, in the article, if you click it, it says, if you need a reminder, well, you click here. So I clicked here. You can see the results here. But it seems that at the time that linked worked, and now it doesn't because it just brings you to the main page of parl.cca. So I had to do a little bit of research, of course, to like to find out what date that was passed and which one. But there was no bill on FIPA to vote on. There was no third reading. There was no. So I'm trying to figure out. Oh, oh. So what was this all about? Oh, oh, oh. It's this. Vote number six hundred sixty-three, Monday, April twenty-second, twenty thirteen. An opposition motion. Motion text, that in the opinion of this House, the government should inform the government of the People's Republic of China that it will not ratify the Canada-China Foreign Investment Promotion and Protection Agreement. So in other words, it was an NDP opposition motion, Mm -hmm. has no teeth, for them to throw the entire bill out, baby with the bathwater, back in 2013, when we weren't worried about China, Oddly enough. The way that we pretend that we are worried about it today because we were negotiating a FIPA with them. Right, Pierre? You were on the benches then when it happened, weren't you? Well, certainly he was. Right, right. So this was a motion. Just throw the whole thing out. The liberals voted no on that because the liberals, like the conservatives at the time in 2013, 
thought it was probably a good idea mm-hmm. to try and get closer to China. So at this point, everybody was in agreement on that. And the liberals didn't want to throw the entire bill out. They just wanted a better public information process. The NDP spun this, the NDP of the day, spun this as liberals supporting the entire FIPA bill rather than just supporting, let's keep on talking about it. Because there are there is first, second, third reading if it gets tabled as a bill, right? Um, but it was never tabled as a bill. Because treaties don't get voted on. No. It's not the same, same thing as voting for FIPA, which didn't happen. Which didn't happen. So... San Lori did no background check to see whether it was a bill or motion, what the wording of the motion was, what date the vote was held. He didn't even check to see whether the FIPA agreement with China was tabled as a bill on which to vote. But China pass out. He ran with this one too. On the same day, mm-hmm. they were saying that the RCMP was still investigating them. So he tried to interfere twice. See, they're they're not even good at their corruption. They're not even good at it. Like, if you're going to be this blatantly in-your-face corrupt and doing the criming, you would think they'd be a little bit better at it. Yeah. But they're so, not. So this Sun Lori guy, who apparently is like this like big editor at this big chain yeah. that's, you know apparently needs more government funding. Let it frickin' fail. Yeah. Um, Let it die. He he thinks he owned a Dean with that tweet, and all he did was show, put on display for the entire nation to see what little professional he himself, professionalism he himself has, Mm -hmm. and handed us a golden opportunity here at Cryer to show that two schlubs can do journalism better than he can. (laughs) Thanks, Lori. And we're not journalists. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're not journalists, you know, and this on like, like the stuff happening at Cryer, right? I mean, there was that deal in Vegas and then the deal with Benfica and Portugal mm-hmm. that we, that was signed. And then uh, Griff goes to the Canadian open and catches the yeah. film of Hadwin being tackled, which gets picked up by NBC and whatnot. I was like, um, suddenly Cryer and Meat is suddenly doing pretty good. And now you have Sun Laurie just turn around and says, oh yeah, yeah, we could comment. We could do politics better than you too. Because, you know. The thing that these people haven't understand yet is that maybe the fact that we do these things slightly better has something to do with the fact that we see no profit incentive in treating our readers or our viewers as if they are stupid. You may not like what we have to say, but we're we're not going to lie to you. We're never going to lie to you. And we may occasionally get something wrong, and we will fully admit when we do. But we're yeah, never we, going to lie. We, I even issue self-corrections for things yes. that I feel bad about the next day that weren't actually wrong. That's the Irish Catholic guilt with me. Um. <laughs> like when I followed, when I retracted the comment about Blanchette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only because that's not the person I wanted to be. Yeah. Not so much because of the content. No, no. We will never, ever lie to you. That's not who we are. We are facts first, always facts. Yes, we, we even we, ask people to send us in. Like if we yeah. made something wrong, like send us in a gentle correction. Let us know. <laughs> we are going to get things wrong from time to time. Because we're on, not journalists. Well, based on the information we're given. Yeah. 
and even a journalist will get it wrong every now and then. You, oh, you yeah. can only do the best work you can with the information you have. But I mean, like, come on, man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we don't see the solid business case for repeatedly insulting people's intelligence by trying to make them believe things that are not true, like the RCMP said that uh, they were reopening as an SNC or had never closed investigation that yeah. they never announced was open. And this is all happening in the context where, of course, we also unearthed a few days ago that uh, the conservatives and Pierre also voted against the creation of the ENSACOP and the NSIRA. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's form a Let's form these bodies to see if anything's going on. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. Well, I guess that was at the time. Those were being proposed in 2017, 2019, I guess, before news of that donation to the Trudeau Foundation came to light. And I guess conservatives were worried about any investigation on foreign influence, uh, basically singling them out exclusively. Because, I mean, it had been about 10 years since the liberals had been the government. Yeah. So... Anything looking back at the last two, three elections, maybe even four at that point, because Harper did compete in four elections. Five, actually. So he lost the first one against Martin, lost the last one against Trudeau, and then won. Skip air quotes three times. <laughs> Call that a mic drop. Five elections, one majority. They're still worshiping him like he's the savior. Mm-hmm. And almost every law that he passed was overturned afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how corrupt the party is. It's like If you actually looked at every overturned con- conservative law, particularly on criminality matters, how long they wanted to keep you in jail, the stuff that you did. And if you look at every one of those decisions that were overturned somehow by the Supreme Court, that was something illegal they tried to get away with and impose on you. And they did this about a hundred times. It's just, uh, it's bizarre. They are inherently corrupt and not one balanced budget. Absolutely. Yes. Well, they were handed... A balanced budget on their very first billion dollar surplus. Yeah, a balanced budget with a with a surplus and ran a deficit right from the get go. Yeah, well, they cut the GST bite. Oh, they gave us two cents on the dollar, something none of us ever see, ever see. They could charge two. They could raise the GST by two percent tomorrow. People would scream and yell like this, but nobody would notice. Really, no. So I had the a price of gas goes up more in a week. I know <laughs> goes up more in a day. I had an interaction yesterday with somebody in Alberta and I'm just going to, just going to give you two quick snippets. Um, I said uh, to this individual in Alberta, good luck. You're going to need it. Daniel Smith started to privatize healthcare for profit. It's no secret. She's been talking about it for years. I hope you and your loved ones are healthy. Good luck. Yeah. That's one of many lies. My response, so the video I've seen of her saying exactly what she intends to do, video she shot and posted about how she intends to privatize healthcare, that's a lie? Is that what you're saying? It's readily available for you on YouTube. 
It's a clip from her talk show where she discussed all sides of controversial issues. The NDP spent hours going through past videos and posting pieces of her shows that fit their narrative and leaving out what didn't. My response, she said what she said. I watched it. She will destroy public education and healthcare, create a for-profit system with public dollars and do the same to education, just like for- Doug Ford is doing here in Ontario. Then this is the one that kills me. This, this is the response that I'm like, what? It's so clear where you're getting your misinformation. Just fa- thankful the majority of Albertans know the mainstream media is nothing more than left propaganda. To which I responded, I got my information about Daniel Smith from her show. The vast majority of mainstream media in Canada is owned by American-owned Chatham Asset Management, a right-wing evangelical hedge fund heavily tied to the GOP. Post Media and and CTV have been pushing right-wing talking points for years. I don't know you. I'm concerned for every Albertan. Danielle Smith is not to be trusted. I wish I was wrong about her. Time, as always, will prove me right. Take care. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I am worried about Alberta, genuinely worried. And people were attacking me for saying I'm worried about Alberta. They're like, stay in your lane. You don't get to say anything. I'm like, but aren't you the freedom people? You're the freedom people, right? And you're telling me to shut my mouth and I don't get to talk about Alberta politics? Or are they telling you to be, just be free of worry about Alberta politics? We want to drive 1,000 kilometers an hour down a five-mile road. Someone from Ottawa wouldn't have a clue about anything Albertan. I lived in Alberta for seven years. Both my sisters were born there. I have family, friends, and colleagues in Alberta. I am concerned for every Albertan because Danielle Smith is a danger to democracy. She is already well on her way of destroying public health care, privatizing it with your tax dollars, mm-hmm. and putting yeah. profit into... In, into the pockets of the wealthy who will just get richer. Yeah. You have Kitsasi going, people just say it's MSM as a default now. Not one ounce of logic is used. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. And they do the same thing. Oh, you've got pronouns. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. I, can, I can just turn you off. Yeah. yeah. You are, you use pronouns. Therefore, you are absolutely incapable of any intelligent thought whatsoever. I cannot have a conversation with you. Oh, it comes from the MSM. I cannot consider it at all. Don't even want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. What what's the old saying from from uh, um, Mark Twain? Do not argue with an idiot. Mm-hmm. They will beat you down. They will. What was? It? They will bring you down to their level and beat you with experience. Yep. <laughs> yep. Or wrestle with the pig. The pig enjoys the mud, and will <laughs> Yeah. I guess we'll never argue with an idiot. Onlookers will not be able to tell the difference after a while. <laughs> better to keep your mouth shut and be thought a fool than to open it and remove all doubt. Yeah. Also, ah, these sayings become sayings for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids. I think we have a show. We do. We do. All right, kids. That's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. We hope that you love listening to us because we absolutely love making this for you. Yes, we do. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless, so please let your peeps know about us. Oh, thank you, Mohan. I got a, a bullseye. Ha! Ah, yes! I'm not exactly what, sure what for, but right on, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, and please say hello to Matteo Rain. And I actually do not know what the name, I think there are three children. 
<laughs> I think, but to all the kids, hello, there you go. All right. Um, remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So please let your peeps know about us. Um, and uh, yeah, just spread the good word. Thank you so much. And for all you do on that, please, Jasmine, of course, Jazzy, I did know. I did know. And I forgot. Sorry. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly play- uh, Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. For some reason, that was tough today. Stars and reviews are appreciated. <laughs> we love to hear from you, so please reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email at True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us via our pod page. That's where that squiggly that just appeared on the bottom of your screen will bring you to. And uh, if you subscribe to us, well, then then we will come to you as soon as we have something fresh off the bandwidth. I know, Miss Sadeka, how dare I? How dare I? I know, I know, I know. I'm so sorry. Very ashamed. <laughs> what, what I, I, I forgot. I, I was trying to remember the name of the three kids. Oh. For some reason, I, I remembered Rain, I remembered Mateo, but I couldn't remember that I did actually know Jazzy's name. That, which makes me a, a temporarily bad beaver. Um, please, um, Jazzy, let me know what my penance is, how I can make it up to you. <laughs> uh, why not also stickers for the stickers. kids? <laughs> why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel? That helps us out big time. If you're there and make like uh, Kit Elaine and smash that button. Oh, now I'm only going to donate one dollar to your beverage fund. Well, I, I guess we deserve that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, if you okay, kids, <laughs> you've been a bad beaver. <laughs> but when I'm bad, I'm better. <laughs> so if you feel we've done a particularly good show, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code by Mr. Grizzly's head, and that will bring you to our $1 emergency beverage fund. <laughs> $1. One dollar. <laughs> um, and if you do not have access to a, a device that will help you scan that little squiggly, then you just uh, go to coffee, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver, and that's where you can make uh, your donation. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mike H. I'll buy you lots of pint. A pint, yes. A uh, pint. Why did I say pint? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I must be thinking in French. It's a pint. It's a pint. <laughs> A dollar will buy a beer in Ontario one day. <laughs> At a 7-Eleven where you can dine in. <laughs> uh, we're, going, we're going to the fancy place tonight. <laughs> well, you uh, can do that now in 7-Eleven. You can dine in and have a drink. Yep. Which, which might be great for students, but I can't see myself ever doing that. <laughs> yeah, not sure. Unless hey, honey, let's go to 7-Eleven tonight for dinner. I got a craving for some nachos <laughs> with that like fluorescent orange cheese. The, the, the queso <laughs> cheese and one of those hot dogs off the roller. Look, I've eaten that before, okay? Would I take somebody there for dinner and have a beer at the same time? God, no. No. 
And it's not really queso cheese. It's more like gesso cheese. Because <laughs> you're not sure what's in it. Gesso. Yeah. <laughs> From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself and check your queso for mice. <laughs> Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for us before we go? Actually, I, I do, but they're not my words. I'm borrowing them from at Ben Coates one, C-O-A-T-E-S. Titanic tourists sink in submarine. Whole world watches as Navy spare. No expense to find them. And they spent $250,000 each to go down in that sub. Hundreds of migrants sink in an overcrowded boat. Hope you can swim, losers. Mm. Why are we bending over backwards and spending millions of dollars to save a bunch of people who signed a document who said that, oh, this, there's, there's no, this doesn't meet any safety regulations whatsoever? I would not have gotten in that thing. The people who made it are not serious at all. Off-the-shelf parts, and you want to go down four kilometers under millions and millions and millions of liters of water? No, <laughs> no, that's not smart, but Hey, if you can afford it. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I that's a good question. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, you're right. You're, you're damn right. Meets no regulatory requirements or safety requirements whatsoever. And it's controlled with, oh Yes. An Xbox controller. That's what they steer it with. <sighs> Buyer beware. There was a. There was a. I mean, a, I, I'm just, like it's. It is a tragedy. I mean. Yeah, it is it's human life. life. Any any loss of human life is is tragic. But, but yeah, you you made you raise a good point there. Th there was a. If you watch CBS Sunday Morning, there was a clip on it somewhere online. I can't show it to you because they'll take it down if we put it up. But CBS Sunday Morning had a show about it, and uh, they talked about how he goes, "Oh, these these handles. I bought these from Camper World. Here's the controller. It's from an Xbox." I'm like, Jesus! And you want to go down to the Titanic in that thing? No, 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 nope. If the trip was maybe organized by the people who do the Cousteau stuff. Yeah, different story, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's, oh, my God, six months in a leaky boat playing in my mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to go. Oh, okay, we got to go. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.
Uh, Somebody was Kitlin to him put roller dogs when we're talking. Now I'm having these, you know, because my mind is weird. Now I have mm-hmm. images of dogs in roller skates going round and round, like a roller skating to six months on a leaky boat. Okay. <laughs> UK billionaire Hamish Harding on board the missing Titanic submersible. Hmm. Now I can't finish without a oh, 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 oh. Have a good day, kids. See ya. <laughs> Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.